there are a lot of different things, again, that you can do to differentiate yourself on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and during those times. And don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to put in a loss leader to help get people to come to your store or your site and, and spend some money, spend some time. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Marcotte. Welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. I'm your host, Jeremy Marcotte, and I'm here with Matt Rouse. Say hi, Matt. Hello. Today, we're talking about Black Friday. It's the holiday season, people. Welcome. And Black Friday, for those of you who may not know, is the day after U.S. Thanksgiving, which is on a different date than Canadian and British Thanksgiving. Because that's not confusing at all. Right. So... Is it worldwide or no. just U.S.? Well, no, you can't have Thanksgiving worldwide. Not Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Well, yeah, so some other countries are starting to adopt it, but there's also other shopping days in different countries. So, like, the big shopping day of the year in Canada, at least when I was living there, was Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas. Ooh. It's called Boxing Day because traditionally in the U.K. and in Canada, you would have a box that you put all your old stuff in when you got new stuff. Like if mm-hmm. you got new clothes, you would put your old clothes that you don't want anymore in a box. And traditionally, like 100 years ago, you would leave it on your porch and people would come get it. But nowadays you go donate it. Wow. That's cool. That's, That's a really good idea. We do, that, we do that for Damien for his birthday. Cool. After his birthday, we go through and we grab his old toys that he doesn't play with or hasn't played mm-hmm. with. And we say, okay, we're going to give these to friends. And he loves it. It's great. So Black Friday... You're going to see sales, you're going to see specials, you're going to see all of the things. So how, as a business owner, do you compete with that? Because people are pumping literally millions, if not billions of dollars into marketing and advertising during this month. Huge advertising lift during that time. It's it's crazy. And as a small business... Also, emails go off the charts. So there's some companies who spend all of their advertising revenue for the entire year in the two weeks leading up to and during Black Friday. Wow. Personally, I think that's a poor idea, but... You know, consistent sales beat out huge... Well, I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot to go into it. You better not screw it up. Right. If all of your money for the whole year is spent in two weeks. Yeah. You don't want to screw that up. No real cushion there. Yeah, there's not a lot of room for error there. So let's talk about some ideas for... Because, okay, so say you're a small mom-pop business, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, you don't even have to be a small mom-pop business. Say you're under $5 a year in sales. That is a business who is going to get dwarfed by the advertising spending of large companies. Right. So Target is probably spending more than that per day. And how many other companies there are that are large, you know, nationwide stores that have budgets in the millions. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do to get around that, I guess, is the question. I'm going to start before them. All right. That is a really good idea. All right. Why don't you expand on that first? So here's the thing. Small business, no budget, Mm -hmm. right? You can't compete on dollar for dollar ad spend. Obviously. So why not start a couple of weeks early with your list, with the audience that you've already built, right? So if you're getting emails, if you've got a Facebook following, an Instagram following, any of those things, start a couple of weeks early and instead of calling it a Black Friday sale or whatever the case is, call it a customer appreciation sale. Hey, we just want you to know that we appreciate you. So here, take off this 
40%, whatever it is. I wouldn't be afraid to use the Black Friday terminology, right? Mm -hmm. Or Cyber Monday or whatever it is that you want to use, but you can associate it, right? So you can say, don't wait till Black Friday. Get Black Friday deals now for our subscribers only or our best customers. We're going to give you, maybe you're going to, if you're a physical location, maybe like we're going to open the store two hours early or we're going to be open on Sunday when we're not normally open for four hours one time only, come in, get the Black Friday deals now without the crowds, mm. right? Yeah. So what you're saying is you can get the same deal you would get on Black Friday, and then you can spend your Black Friday relaxing at home or go do something, go, go shop somewhere at else at, at, yeah, at the department store or whatever, right? So why would you want to do that? Because you want to get people's money before they go spend it all on Black Friday. Right. And also the week running up to Black Friday, so that like – Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? Friday is Black Friday. Right. Monday is Cyber Monday. People are already getting hammered at that point with advertising. Mm-hmm. So if you do it a week in advance, it might be too late. Right. Because somebody's going to be like, well, you know, I would like to go to this event and get a nice new pair of shoes at like the Gimri Shoe Store or whatever, but I also need to buy that TV that's 90% off that there's only three of, but people have been waiting in line for four days for. Right. And the other thing is you could speak that kind of language, right? In if it's going to be an email or a Facebook post or something, right? You can be mm-hmm. like, avoid the crowds, skip the lost leaders where they only have one product that's, you know, 80% off and everything else is just marked down 20%, but they marked it up 20% the day before. You can speak to some of that stuff. Avoid the crowds, the crowded parking lots, the angry customers and the cold you know, and the cold and come into our nice warm store where we have hot two chocolate. weeks ahead of time with for a free hot chocolate. Anyway, so make now, an event out of it. Make now, an experience. Out now of I'm it, focused right? on hot chocolate. So make an experience is one huge thing because a lot of experiences that you have, especially on Black Friday or that weekend, because it's. Like you said earlier, it's not just Black Friday. Everybody has their sales. If you miss it, you miss it, whatever. People are doing Black Friday week or Thanksgiving right. week. It starts sales. earlier every, every, like every single year it gets earlier. Yeah. A few years ago, I was able to go do my Black Friday shopping on Thanksgiving at three o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. Like, and now what? it's like, some of them are like, Black Friday deals starting Monday. Right. And it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. And it's crazy. The amount of advertising, like we've already said, is is insane. So do something earlier. Do something special. Now, another thing you can do for Black Friday is get people to purchase things from you online. If you have an online store specifically or maybe you have an online component to your store. Mm -hmm. A good way to do it is beat the Black Friday deals now and get XYZ, right? But it doesn't always have to be discounts. Right. So it could be something like purchase this and we'll give you a free such and such. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, if you have a hundred dollar product and you give people 40 percent off, then I mean, it's forty dollars right off of the hundred dollars. But if you give them a free blah, 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 that at your cost is thirty dollars, then you actually save ten bucks. They spend $100 and they get that extra product because you're only giving it to them at cost and not at retail. Right. That's an easy way to do it. Another way to do it is be like staggered discounts. So it could be like 40% off of $500 and 50% off of over $1,000. And so you can kind of gauge the amount 
Um, so you can stagger the discount, right? Mm-hmm. And it could be $5 off one pair of shoes, $10 off two pairs of shoes, $20 off four pairs of shoes. You right. Know? So that's another way so you can increase the profit margin. Incentivize to buy more. That's right. That's great. I love it. And now a quick break. Digital Marketing Masters will be right back. Are you ready to stop grinding and start making an impact? Are you tired of working long hours and not growing your business? Get Matt's new book, Flattening the Hamster Wheel, on Amazon now. Just go to hook2.us slash hamster. That's H-O-O-K-T-O dot U-S forward slash H-A-M-S-T-E-R. So Black Friday is one beast. Mm-hmm. Cyber Monday or Cyber Week. Yeah, everybody uses Cyber Week now. Is another, right? So you have Black Friday used to just be retail stores. You have to go to and go into the location right. and do it. That's kind of gone by the wayside. And now you basically have two full weeks of sales and discounts that you can get online. Right. But how do you compete? A lot of them are Black Friday online, and then it's Cyber Monday online, and then it's Cyber Week. Right. And the run-up to Black Friday online. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you compete? What do you? What would be a good comparison between Black Friday and Cyber Monday, or how would you do things differently, or would you just do them the same? So... Besides trying to do it in advance, which I highly recommend, if you're listening to this right now and it's not Black Friday yet, get it done. It's Mm. time. Black Friday deals today is a great way to get people to shop now, and then you could run the same deal again on Black Friday. Right. right? You could also go the opposite. REI, I think, did a big thing on it last year, which was we're not letting anyone buy our Black Friday deals until Friday because we want our staff— to spend Thanksgiving with their families. Right. And so you can kind of opposite it, right? You can be like, well, we're not going to be like Walmart and all these places that are open on Thanksgiving at 10 Mm a.m. You know, we're going to let our families, you know, have a good time, and then you can come in on Friday if you want to. Yeah, never mind the fact that they still have employees actually working on Thanksgiving to set up for those sales. They may or may not. I don't know that, honestly. Uh, I think they did. But that's beside the point. Either way. So you can have like the Thanksgiving blackout, right? Right. Which is what happened with online. You were talking about the blackout the other day when they blacked out the video game. Oh, gosh. Fortnite. It was Fortnite. The best marketing thing I've seen in a very long time. They shut the game down between season one and season two, or not season one. Part one and part right. two, right? They had this really cool video that everybody got to watch. They blew up the map, and then it went to a black hole for when 48 hours. you say they hours. blew up the map, you mean like in the video in game? In the video it showed game. the place exploding or something? Yeah. And, they, they blew right. it up. They exploded it. But then they it. closed it, right, for 48 hours. And they made you watch a black hole. Right. And it was just a video of a black hole or something. Or they would randomly throw up numbers. Right. And it was brilliant. They didn't tell anybody what was happening, anybody what was going on. They didn't release patch notes. They so then people start talking about it. And then when it does come back online, everybody's excited and they get back onto it. Right. Massive amount of people. Yeah. Just like having a blackout Thanksgiving day. Right. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like we're blacking out the weekend. But Cyber Monday deals are going to be here. If you want to know what they are, sign up now to get notified or something right. like that, right? Some way to build some, some excitement, right, and some suspense. The other thing is there is, like, a shitload of email that goes out, mm-hmm. okay? So don't be scared to send extra emails, okay? 
I uh, I like to kind of go a little bit cautious on oversending, but what I would consider oversending and what most business owners would consider oversending are completely different. Numbers. Well, most business owners, I'd say 80% of business owners want to send it once a month. <laughs> tops. Some some are like, like no. well, if I send it more than once a month, then I'm just sending spam and they're not going to open it. They're not they don't want to read it anyway, right? You know why it's not spam? Cuz they signed up for it. Cuz they asked you. Yeah. Yeah. They said I like your stuff. I want you to give me more of it. Right. So give them more of it. Okay. So if you're one of those companies that sends out a quarterly newsletter to your people, then during Black Friday, how many emails would you say to that company to send during the buildup to, I should say? I'd say seven to 10. Seven to 10 a week. Yeah, in a week. In a week. Now, if you're a company- That sounds like a lot to most people. A whole bunch of people just crap their pants. Right. It's a lot of work. When you stop and think about it. So here's the thing. Let's back up a step. Okay. If I go to a company and we're having a conversation about maybe taking over some of their marketing, we're going to take over their email marketing. And Mm -hmm. the first thing they tell me is that they send out quarterly emails. Mm -hmm. The first thing that I'm going to do to get usually a 10 to 20% bump in their revenue is to take that from quarterly and turn it into weekly. 10 to 20% revenue increase. And that's right off free increase. All it takes is time. A whole bunch of people are going to drop off that list. Mm-hmm. But a whole bunch of other people are going to buy more shit. So when people are scared, like a whole bunch of people are going to fall off their list, mm-hmm. it's usually like less than a percent. So sorry. I mean, you can put those people on. A, so depending upon your email provider, you can have people when they go to unsubscribe, you can have it ask them the frequency they want to get emails. Right. And so maybe you could set them on monthly. Right. So with that, too. You said, depending on the email platform, for people that's like MailChimp or Constant Contact. Or there's a Clavio, Drift. And I mean, there's, there's a bunch, right? He's not just saying, from your Gmail account, no, don't I mean, do use, that. Use bad. an email <laughs> sending provider. You want to use an email automation tool, but I mean, it's automation to the point when you still got to write the emails, right? right. But here, let's, let's go over. A lot of companies will say, okay, it's too much email to send. The absolute bare minimum you should be sending. Let's say the scenario is you're just having a Black Friday sale and a Cyber Monday sale. Just those days. Just those two days, nothing before. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is on Monday, you're going to send out something about saying that you're going to have those two sales, what's going to be included in those sales. Mm -hmm. And maybe like, it might be like a mystery, like we're going to have deep discounts on this product and Cyber Monday, you're going to be able to get free shipping on select product. Stay tuned to find out more kind of thing. Right. And then maybe on Wednesday, I would send out happy Thanksgiving, yada, yada, yada. Don't forget store opens Friday at 6 a.m. or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Friday morning, we're going to be open in 30 minutes. Come down and get your stuff kind of thing. Maybe one during the day, say we're going to close tonight at 10. Right. And one at nine to say we're closing in an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. And then on the weekend, one to say you're having the Cyber Monday deal and then do the same thing for Cyber Monday. We're opening at this time to get your Cyber Monday deals or Cyber Monday deals are on now. Mm-hmm. 12 hours left, two hours left, you know, something like that. Right. And then another thing that you can do, say like everybody who open those emails but did not purchase, which is another email automation thing you can figure out, send them a coupon like 
Cyber Monday extended. Right. Or it could be like, did you miss the boat on, you know, Cyber Monday deals? Well, here's a coupon for being on our, our subscriber of our list or whatever. For the next four days, you can get this deal. Or So there's ways you can do it. If you're going to be really aggressive, you have a really large list. Let's say you have a Black Friday week deal, mm-hmm. right? So this deal is on Monday. This different deal is on Tuesday. This different deal is on Wednesday. Each of those, you would say, you would send one to say, this is this deal is open now. And then this is closing soon. And then stay tuned for tomorrow's deal, which is going to be X, Y, Z. And then you would do that. So you would do like three emails a day all the way through. So you can end up sending a lot of emails. But here's the thing. I was getting so much email. I was probably getting 10 to 15 emails every five, 10 minutes kind of thing. Right. So like they were just stacking. And I would still scroll through and see if there's ones that I wanted to open, right? Did I open them all? No. But everybody doesn't act the same for email, right? So... You kind of need to know your audience, right? Mm-hmm. So if you already have an audience where you get three or four emails complaining that you're sending too much email when you send one once a week, maybe you don't want to send out six or seven for Right, maybe you know, focus Friday. on other out, outlets, right? Maybe you focus on Facebook. Make a post or a bunch of posts right. in this case doing the same exact thing. So, hey, this deal's coming up on this day at this time. And then when it's time, hey, this deal's live now. Go to this link. And then, hey, just so you know, we're halfway through the day. This deal's going to end in X amount of time. Just do that and make those posts on Facebook or Instagram or whatever other outlet that you use and just do it. If they don't want to see your stuff, they're not going to. If they don't interact with your stuff, they're not going to see it necessarily anyway. Unless you're throwing ad dollars behind it, in which case you're probably throwing money out the window because we've and already talked about People look at emails much. at different times a day. Right. So you just, you've got to be consistent. You have to do it. And that's the biggest problem that a lot of people have. I've worked in an online space during the Black Friday like craze. And the only reason we sold as much as we did is because I sent out emails constantly. I sent out a lot of emails, and right. I did a lot of Facebook posting. Okay. You can do leaders and stuff like that. So like a lost leader is a product that you sell at a loss just to get people to come to your store, mm-hmm. just in case nobody knows what that is. You can use leaders in your email marketing, your Facebook marketing, whatever it is that you're advertising with. You can say, the first 10 people to buy something at our online store on Cyber Monday will get a $1 T-shirt or whatever it is that you sell, right? Right. And another thing that you can do is it's a great time to sign people up for newsletters, right? Yeah. So you can say, hey, did you know that we're going to have 40% off our already clearance product on Black Friday? If you want to get notified and to get the password to get into the clearance section, sign up now. Yeah. Then password protect part of your store. And then put all your clearance shit in there. And it's easy. Yeah. And you're clearing out old inventories. Get rid of the old inventories. You're not sitting on it. Well, you got to think about it. It's the end of the year. You're going to be taxed on all of your inventory come, you know, a month and a half. Sell it. Get rid of it. Stop paying taxes for things just sitting there in your inventory. You don't want to do that. Right. Because if you have shit that stays in there for a year or more, then you've paid taxes on it twice. You've already lost money on it at that point. You might as well just give it away to get it out of your inventory and get it gone. I'm so, not sure if you pay tax on it twice. It's, it's on your total inventory dollars. <laughs> but if anyway. I right. But anyway, those are some simple things that you can do. And what about digital products? Downloads? I know I'm going to keep interrupting you Gosh, with more stuff. That's fine. All right, so digital downloads are a great one because you could clear them out, right? Right. Because it's not like clearing out your inventory because you have an literally unlimited inventory. Right. Right, but you can be like, 
Cyber Monday, all digital products are 90% off or something, right? Right. Or another way you could do it, the lead up maybe week or two before mm-hmm. you're going to start sending emails for your Black Friday or your Cyber Monday deal, you can have all of your digital products be super, super cheap. Right. Because those people purchase, and now they're in your marketing audiences. Mm-hmm. And then you can remarket to them on Facebook or you know Google if you're doing retargeting ads, right? Instagram. You could retarget those people, even if they're not on your mailing list. Facebook knows if they purchase something from your store. Facebook right? pixels. Yeah, because they're pixeled, or Google, right? Mm-hmm. Also has the same idea. And then you can retarget them with Black Friday ads. Ooh, fancy. Another thing you could do is... Do the whole kind of blackout idea, like we're going to blackout for Thanksgiving and then we're only going to open up for these deals from this time to this time. Right. Even if you have an online store, mm-hmm. right, you can say these deals are only going to be available from this time till this time. Uh, Scarcity. Keep in mind time zones, by the way. Right. So if you say a deal is going to be on till midnight and it's midnight your time, but somebody in Hawaii goes to buy it and it's only 10 p.m. there and they can't get it, they're going to be pissed off. Right. So remember the time zones, people. That's one of those things, too, is you got to build scarcity around some things, right? There's right. Car dealers do it all the time, constantly. You hear the commercial, hey, get right. this great whatever, only three available at this price, blah, 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 right? So if you build scarcity around some things, maybe it's your highest margin product or whatever, there are only X amount of these to sell. Should be real scarcity, though. Right. Not only 10,000 of yeah. these. Like, no. Well, and, and also, like... If it's a digital download, don't be like, this offer is only good till Saturday, you know, might, I mean, I guess that's okay, but it's more like this product's no longer available. I'm only going to release it for this week or something like that. Like why? It's a fucking PDF. Like it should be available all the time. Right. Maybe, maybe the reason there's (laughs) scarcity behind it is because you're putting out the newest version. Maybe you're changing the revision or whatever. So it's something new or, yeah, you know? So there's a lot of different things that you can do on the digital side of it as well. But if it's digital and it's something you've already done, it's not costing you any more money to make or hold it on your website. Any of those your things. Your mailing list is your friend. Right. So sell it on your mailing list. Don't be afraid to say 90% off of this digital product because it's already been done. Hopefully you've already made the money that you spent putting it together back. And if not, then maybe you'll make well, some It's going to depend on, you know, your inventory and how much the thing costs that you sell. Mm-hmm. But let's say if you're a coach or something, right? Usually a coach has a system like this. It's give me your email. I'll give you a free download. Right. Download leads to I have these other downloads or courses that you can purchase for this much. And then there's an upsell to that course. Right. And then usually there's some kind of consulting or something. It's like a high upsell. Yeah. So if the first step is one of these digital downloads and then the next download is $49, right. you can be like, I'm going to give you this original digital download plus the $49 one, uh, and maybe I have three different ones of those. I'll give you all three of them for 20 bucks. Right. That's a deal. That's a smoking deal, right? It's $150 mm-hmm. worth of shit. I'm going to give it to you for 20 bucks right now plus the original lead magnet to get in there. Right. You get all of that right now. And the reason you're giving them all that right now is because you're going to upsell them after. Brilliant. So how do service businesses get in on the action? Because they don't have a product that right. they're selling. It's a tough one, right? Right. How, Be like, Black Friday, service. if your plumbing goes down, we'll give you 40% off that day. 
<laughs> don't have a really shitty work. situation. Pay for a shitty situation right. now. How? How do they do that? Because that it is. It's a hard thing. Everybody wants to increase their sales right. on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And so there's the lots of stuff you could do. Okay. One of them is discounted gift certificates. Say a uh, carpet cleaning gift certificate for sixty bucks, mm-hmm. right? Or two rooms free. Or whatever it is, right? So you can give some kind of a deal to get them so that you get in the door on something that you're still going to make a profit on. Right. So don't do it just to lose money. Right. Still make a profit, but give them as really as good of a deal as you can. It depends on the repeat cycle of that business. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're like a cycle gym, right, where the people get on the bikes and ride them to the music kind of thing. Oh, okay. I know. I could tell that you're always working out. Yeah, all the time. I actually, in my BNI group, have one of the guys in there used to teach spin classes. Oh, yeah? And that's what that's called, cycling. Spin. Spin, spin, spin class. classes. It's not called cycle gym? No, it's not called cycle gym. <laughs> you uh, can tell how much I work. <laughs> Matt also spends all of his all, time in the gym. All the time at the gym. Anyway, okay, so spin right, classes. Whatever. CrossFit gym, any kind of, you know, something like that where you're going to use it regularly or monthly, mm-hmm. right? It could be like no sign-up fee, one week of free classes. Plus, if you sign up on Black Friday, free training session with a personal trainer or, you know, something like that. So Mm -hmm. it does cost you money and you are going to lose money up front. Mm -hmm. But what you need to do is go, okay, if I sell 100 of these and the average amount of people who sign up from those is going to be, say, 50%, right? I don't know what the actual stats are, sorry. But 50% of those people are going to sign up. I multiply that by... The lifetime value of a customer. So say my average person stays working out with us for six months. Mm-hmm. How much profit is that? That'll tell me how much I can take off the front end. Okay. Because then you can just do the math. You can say, if I have 100 people sign up or I give away 100 of these certificates or whatever it is, mm-hmm. then 50% of them are going to sign up. Total, it costs me $20 for each one. So it's going to cost me $2,000 for this promotion. Right. If my membership is 50 bucks a month, people stay for six months, it's $300, and I get 50 of them, then I make $15,000 to $2,000 up front. Right. Deal. It's a really good deal. I think my math is right. It's hard to say. I'm not sitting here with a calculator and checking it, but it's close-ish, right? But I mean, yeah, so just run the math. So the same thing goes with massage therapist, acupuncturist, maybe a naturopathic doctor, or any of these things, right? You, you can do a lot of things on a service Usually you have some side product you can sell too, right? Right. Like your naturopath, maybe you can sell supplements or something. Sell some essential oils. Right. Sell some essential oils. You're an acupuncturist or something. Yeah, they have like incense candles and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if you're uh, an electrician, it's going to be tough to make that leap. Right. Right. <laughs> but it could be something, you know, like get signed up for a free assessment of your circuit box or whatever the hell is. I don't know what the lead magnet is for an electrician. We haven't right. worked with any of those recently. Maybe it's something, I don't know. I think this would be cool. I say this because I need like five light bulbs in my house changed right now. But pay for this. We'll come in and we'll do a, an electrical assessment or, or fix an electrical problem that you right. have. And we'll replace all the light bulbs in your house. Yeah. And like assessments and stuff like that, like get a free SEO audit. That's a good lead magnet we should run on Cyber Monday. There you go. But Technically, you can get a local SEO audit at hookseo.com right now for free anyway. For free dollars. So, yeah, it's tougher with the service business, but, I mean, you can be creative. The other thing is you could partner with another business. So, you know, it could be like maybe you have a company that does remodels, like bathroom and kitchen remodels. Mm -hmm. So you could be a plumber and you could say, hey, we'll give you 
$100 off a remodel consultation plus $100 off our plumbing services if you sign up during Black Friday or Cyber Monday. So people can get a partner discount between you and another partner. And then they're not like $100 off plumbing. That's kind of stupid, right? But, you know, it might $100 be- $100 off plumbing when you're doing a kitchen remodel can be huge. Yeah, and that might help, you know, whatever that amount a sink, is. I don't one know. foot is not cheap. Thank God I've not had to do that yet, but it's coming. So I've seen other service industries, so massage therapists, hypnotherapists, and acupuncturists, mm-hmm. like they all do packages. So it's basically buy one of each, but yeah, we're going to give you a discount. buy services in advance. Right? There are a lot of different things that you can do. You just have to maybe think outside of the box or do a little math and figure out what you're comfortable with. And don't do the Groupon math fail that most oh, God. people do. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with like Living Social or Groupon. They have their place and they're good for marketing for certain industries. But here's the thing. Don't go like, I'm going to do six massages for, you know, 60% off. Right. And then you sell so many that your entire schedule is filled with 60% off massages and you don't have anywhere to get in the people who are paying full price three weeks from now. And then you go broke. That's not including the amount that Groupon takes off top of that, right? Well, I was just going to say, you know. Roughly, don't put yourself out of business by filling up your schedule with discount. Right. If you're going to do that, make it to where they can only book on certain days. Maybe it's your slow days of the week. And that way you know that during these days of the week, I'm going to be taking care of the Groupon clients or the Living Social clients. And you still have room to build in your regular clients that you're you're seeing. Um, So we should talk about both of those things once quick too. So the differentiator here is what I'm saying is don't book your entire schedule with people who are paying you at a steep discount. Keep space open for people who pay full price. Right. But if you're going to use something like Groupon or Living Social, then you should understand the math behind that. Mm-hmm. The math behind that is they want you to give at least 50% off in most cases. Sometimes it's cheaper, but in most cases it's 50% off. But of the remaining 50%, you only get 50% of that money too. And there are exceptions. I'm not going to give you all the ins and outs of how those things work. But that means if you have, say, 20% cost on your product, which is excellent margin, like you got 80% margin, right? this still you're only making 5%. Uh-huh. And you're still basically blocking out any time that somebody who pays full price is not going to be able to be there. Right. A lot of times what companies do is they will take a service and they will inflate the price. Let's say... Your laser place and you're lasering hair off people's skin. Laser hair removal. So normally it's $99. They go, well, we're going to do laser hair removal special is two locations for $250, which is more than $99 for each location to start with. Right. Then they 50% discount it to $125. And then they get another. yeah, they get their sixty-two fifty out of that. So hopefully their right. cost is less than sixty-two fifty, which it should be. But what I'm saying is, you just make sure you don't fill up your schedule with discounted people and don't oversell it. Put a limit. Yes, limit yourself. Matt said it earlier. I've seen companies go out of business because of the discounted rates that they've done. Well, look at that restaurant that was right downtown. I won't name their name or anything, but this happened a couple of years ago. They were going to use Groupon and Living Social to get people in the door, mm-hmm. and they gave them. off a couple meals, right? And they figured they would make all the money back on the drinks and stuff. But they also only did the math that they would get 50% of the money, but they didn't. They got 25% of the money. And then the restaurant was flooded with people who only used the free thing that they bought on Groupon, didn't buy anything else. Right. 
So they didn't have good upsells, and they went broke because they couldn't get anybody coming in paying full price at the restaurant. Right. Because once you get something for a They didn't even manage to fulfill all the ones they sold. They still went broke. That's sad. Yeah. But there are a lot of different things, again, that you can do to differentiate yourself on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and during those times. And don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to put in a loss leader to help get people to come to your store or your site and, and spend some money, spend some time. If you have a hundred of something, say first hundred people get this for X amount of dollars, right? right? But then anybody else who comes to get that once, once it's sold out, give them a discount to buy something else. Because now you can use your lost leader to sell more of something else instead of those people coming and going, oh, it's sold out, and then they just leave and go somewhere else. Offer the discounts. So we said it earlier, it's coming up. We've got about right. three weeks or so. There's always good deals on on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and there's a lot of shitty ones too. So keep on the lookout. Right. If you're going to buy something, look at the price two weeks ahead. Yeah, you know, and then find out if it's the same price on Black Friday at 50 percent off that it was before. <laughs> right. And if you're wondering, you know, what your competitors and stuff are going to be pricing things at, by all means, do the research. That's right. Sign up for their mailing list. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Doing the research, knowing your market, knowing where you're at, and if you need help with any of this stuff, please, please, please email us at info at hookseo.com and we will help you out as much as we can you know if you're emailing us the night before Black Friday good luck because we're not working <laughs> it's a bit late but if you need help if you want to talk about a couple of things if you want us to just take it over and do it for you because it's overwhelming again it's info at hookseo.com we also have a discussion group on Facebook it's Digital Marketing Masters Discussion and then we also have one on LinkedIn now Nice. That one only has four people in it, though, because I just started it the other day. Well, now we know. The more you know. <laughs> All right. So, again, Black Friday's coming up. Be prepared. Don't be afraid to take risks. And have a great holiday season. Matt, thank you, as always. For All right. Awesome. See everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Markoff. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Now stay tuned for a preview of our next episode of Digital Marketing Masters. Next time, we talk with Scott Friesen of the American Diabetes Association and follow his journey to becoming a diabetes education advocate and how corporate events can improve company morale, image, and health. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson, mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.